The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Oh boy. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, steaming, and streaming. Ooh. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we have a roundup of the news that happened since the last show, which was a while back. Yes. And I have a hopefully helpful hint about keeping tabs on your MacBook battery and when that thing uh, might be going south. Yeah, well, you know, uh, we're going to talk. Yes, we'll talk. So you have some battery tales to I tell. I have some battery tales to tell. You know what? What? I actually started watching the Orville. Really? The, uh, yeah, the Seth MacFarlane the thing? Seth MacFarlane thing. You know for a fact that I am not... Seth MacFarlane fan. Yeah, no, you have expressed some, yes. uh, I, I wouldn't say disgust, but no. some, you know, annoyance yeah, with his... You know, uh, I, it's potty humor, it's all sorts of stuff that I really don't find funny. Yeah, well, the show, which I don't think people knew if it was a parody, if it was like a Galaxy Quest thing. Right, right, right. If right. it was legit science fiction exploration, a well, Star Trek. What, well, what What is the show about? Let me tell you something. First off, if you watch the first episode, you're going to hate it. I watched the first episode, and I thought, what is this nonsense? Okay, was, so the pilot tanked. Oh, it was bad. I yeah. mean, it was just really bad. And, you know, you look at the names. as John Favreau directed it. You know, he did Iron Man and a yeah. whole bunch of other movies. I was like, wow, how bad is this thing? I was not going to watch the second episode, but I'm glad I did. Okay, so they because, got better. yes, the pilot was terrible. The second and third episodes are vintage are like you could literally see these episodes in Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. The look, the vibe, you know, if you extract the, like the goofy jokes and all that nonsense, it's a darn fine Next Generation episode. All right. So, I was pretty so they're pleased. going legit here. Yeah, it was actually legit with the drama and the storyline. The sets look exactly like The Next Generation. Okay, so we save money on set design yes. there, yeah. <laughs> But it's, it's, you know what? It's like legit Star Trek. It's for the people who cannot uh, afford the CBS All Access to see Star Trek Discovery on the streaming pay channel. I wouldn't doubt that they had originally pitched this as a Star Trek vehicle. Mm-hmm. I would not doubt it in the least. Hey, you know, Seth MacFarlane wants to do a Star Trek thing. And they said, nope. Yeah, not going to. So he did it himself. And yeah. it's a lot of fun. All right. So, well, that's good to know. There's, uh, you know, when, when we... Uh, Get through a lot of shows. We'll have a ton of episodes in the fall, and they right. go on this hiatus until February or whatever, right. and you have to find things to fill the gap. And if you don't care about holiday specials mm-hmm. and all that, you need fresh material. Right. This could be good for this that. This could definitely be good for that. And, you know, because every episode I have to complain about something. Uh-huh. You know what really chaps my uh, whatever? Yes, your chaps. Yeah, chaps my chaps. What? Is when you go to the fountain soda machine, uh-huh. and you go for a Diet Coke, and it obviously says Diet Coke. But you get a regular Coke. Someone has messed up with the tanks. It really messes my whole gestalt. The whole gestalt gets messed so up. So you're a little sugared up today. I am totally sugared up right now. So if I can't stop talking, just jump right in. All right. Just so right the cafeteria in. person, uh, clearly some sabotage going uh, on here. I mean, uh, conversations will be had. I see. Yes. This and is... on top of that, I started working out again. So now I feel guilty because yeah, I just have... have an extra 300 calories that I don't need. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. So yeah, that that that's not a good way to because you, you want what you yes, yeah you know exactly. you have expectations and I they were do. not managed. They were not managed. I was very disappointed. I'm yes. gonna drink it anyway because I paid good money for it. Yes, but still. But still, you didn't take it back and say this is the wrong and throw should, it across. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although you know what, I thought of doing that. You yeah. know, in my dream yeah. scenario, that's what I would do. But I. I would probably go in there and go, excuse me, yeah, this is the wrong thing. And yeah. then if they get nasty with me, then I go bronze. Yeah, that's then, my, then you that's level up. Yeah. yeah, I level up. All I, right. I hulk up. Yes. yes. All right. So I'll in, enjoy your super sugar fizzy water Thank there. Thank you. Thank you. And some news, perhaps. News, we got, yes, we got I a enjoy that too. couple of heavier items to start out. We're getting them out of the way, Good. and then we would go into the, out. yeah, that's not, not to. Because, you know, it's Thanksgiving coming up here in the U.S., and I want to be in a happy mood. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you know, there's pumpkin pie on the horizon here. Oh, yes. Yes, well, uh, the cold wind blowing through isn't just the return of winter here in the States. Really? Reuters and other news organizations are reporting that the Federal Communications Commission is planning a vote next week to overturn the net neutrality protections established in 2015. Yes, drink that fizzy water. This past May, the FCC voted two to one along party lines to advance Chairman Ajit Pai's plan to yank back the Obama administration's order uh, that reclassified internet service providers like they were utility companies, said you can't have these tiers of service, you have to treat everyone the same. The new chairman did not like that, immediately set about undoing that. According to sources, Chairman Pai now plans to hold a final vote on that proposal about net neutrality uh, at the FCC's December 14th meeting. So just before the holidays, hey, we're just going to blow up net of neutrality course. here. Yes. So uh, Nobody will notice because they're all yeah, hopped they're, up on they're, pie. They're in corporate holiday parties. Uh, so nice. bra- brace your wallets, folks. Uh, oh, that, man, that could this be happening. really just oh, – again, this chaps my chaps. Yes. <laughs> Totally chaps my chaps. Oh, man, and that's this a, is no joke, though. This yeah, is like this, this seriously is serious, bad like, stuff. Yes, folks. this could affect the way seriously that we use the internet. Say goodbye to your internet speeds there, you yeah. know, and your connections yes. and your money. Yes, you can only afford uh, the turtle level. Yes, exactly. Maybe you save your money, you can go up to gopher level. That's right. All right, so so that's happening next month. Um, now, uh, while we've heard uh, quite a bit about Russian meddling in the U.S. election, uh, as well as some recent European ones, France, Germany, and the, thereabouts, yes. retrospective analysis now has the U.K. wondering how much Russian troll bots impacted the Brexit vote, which, as we know, was last year's national referendum for the United Kingdom to leave the European Union. Mm. Researchers at the University of Edinburgh have identified more than 400 Twitter accounts operating from the Russian Internet Research Agency, um, kind of ironically known as the IRA. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently this agency tried to influence UK politics with its uh, – Really? Where have we heard this story before? Damien Collins, the chairman of the House of Commons Culture, Media and Sport Select Committee – is investigating this sort of fake news wave that, that hit around Brexit and said the Russian agency appeared to be attempting to divide society and destabilize politics there. Gee, I think it was working. Yeah, I, I think it was, uh, as have his American counterparts. Uh, Mr. Collins has demanded that Twitter turn over examples of posts from the Internet Research Agency uh, that were pertaining to British politics, mm-hmm. citing concern at, uh, quote, possible interference by foreign actors in the democratic process of the United Kingdom. Yes, I was over in the United Kingdom last week, and they are very heavily into this whole withdrawing from the European Union thing. They are trying to get a deal where if they leave the European Union, they won't get taxed on everything, and and it could really mess up their economy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if you want to leave, you got to pay the freight. Yeah. That's the way it should work. Yeah, and I think a lot of people, uh, when this vote happened, maybe didn't think that this was going to be the case. 
or they were reading Twitter and Twitter said, oh, it'll be fine and we'll save all this money and we're going to put it into the NHS and National Health Service there. Oh, we're mm-hmm. going to do this and oh, mm-hmm. we don't need these European Union regulations. Yeah. And so there was all of this drive to get people to vote uh, leave, which was the uh, get mm-hmm. out of the European Union vote. Mm-hmm. But still a lot of people who wanted to remain because it impacts the travel between European Absolutely countries. Absolutely it does. And so, so now they're trying to get this deal. They're finding out it's not as easy as it was thought to be. And uh, the wheels are kind of falling off the bus here. Everyone's saying, no, we should have another vote. I think Parliament has to okay whatever the final deal is anyway. So, so they want to have another vote, another Brexit vote? Uh, I don't think they're having a vote for the people, but I think Parliament has to approve whatever deal comes out of this to make sure it's not going to wow, um, clean tag bone the British people yes. with whatever is agreed to in order to get them out of the European Union. And you know, there's nothing f- – the EU has no reason – Oh, yeah, they, they are in an excellent bargaining they, position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why would they want to? They, In fact, in a lot of ways, it makes sense for them to stay tough because they want to discourage anyone else yeah, from, from doing the, the same thing. So, uh, so this is turning out uh, not the way many people thought. And people are saying, well, how much did Russia kind of – you know, pour this stuff into the channel to get people who eventually voted leave right. because they believe some of the things they saw or they got outraged over certain immigration is always a hot topic. And how much did that inflame them to voting either way? So, See, now this is where, I mean, and, and I hate to sound naive, but what do the Russians get out of all this I think the whole destabilizing Western democracies. I so think, then they seen, become the top power? Or yeah, they, or, or people are so busy trying to fix their own countries that they're not paying attention to what Russia's doing. Mm, I, I don't know yeah, uh, do I, what the end game is. but Maybe, or, just, maybe they're just trolling for fun. Yeah, that, that, that could be another thing. You know, they're bored, you know. Yeah. They just want to see social media has effectively been weaponized. You know, yeah, how far can we go with it? If it? How long have we been saying that it's been World War, uh, cyber world war? Uh, at least five years, at I least, think. At yeah. least. Just saying. Yeah, just, just saying. saying. Just putting it out there. Yeah, saw it, long, saw it coming. Yes, indeed. Yes, so so that's what they're doing uh, over there in the UK. Um, Sounds um, like fun. <laughs> yes, uh, oh, among many things, too. I uh, toddled about there a little bit. Uh, Bletchley? Did you do a little Bletchley? I didn't Bletchley? do Bletchley this year. I did London and because uh, there's this excellent uh, Harry Potter history magic I show at the British it, yes. Library. Yes. Uh, if you like Harry Potter, if you happen to be in London and can get a ticket, it's a wonderful show because they're pulling... Uh, items from the British Library that pertain to like 16th century books on botany and magic and witches oh, and all yeah. that and putting it sort of in the context of how J.K. Rowling wrote Harry Potter and then there's also a lot of preparatory sketches by the author herself as oh. well as professional artists about getting the uh, manuscripts into book form. And the show pretty much focuses on the books, not so much the movies because oh, it's good. all about the generation of um, of the manuscripts and how she came to create this world. Good, and all I've that been, went into it. I've been telling the kids to read the books before seeing the movies. Yeah, definitely. And and there's so much in the books that don't doesn't make it onto the screen. So, so you, did you scalp some tickets for a couple of Bob? Uh, no, I I got very paranoid about it selling out, and I ordered tickets uh, online uh, two months in advance. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. <laughs> yes, I did the nerd why, thing. Why would I even doubt? Yeah. Why would I even doubt? Yeah, but but for those in the states though who are interested in the show, I believe it is coming. To the New York Historical Society next year. Nice. So you may not have to go across the pond to see it. If you can oh. make it as far as New York, uh, it will hopefully uh, be up, I think, in the <sighs> fall. Do I have to cross the bridge? Um, I hate crossing bridges. You now. can do a tunnel instead. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's All right. So, so that, that'll work. Nice. Now, uh, in literally more uplifting news, Alphabet or Google's uh, Project Loon is being put to good use as part of the recovery effort in Puerto Rico – which is still dealing with a lack of electricity and water in the aftermath of September's Hurricane Maria. Eight weeks. Yes. Just saying. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Project Loon, as uh, some of us may recall, 
is the, the company's initiative to provide internet access to developing and redeveloping countries by beaming Wi-Fi signals from hot air balloons that are floating yeah. above uh, because the local infrastructure is non-existent or uh, damaged. The Project Loon uh, team has been working with the government of Puerto Rico, the FCC, the FAA, FEMA, Spectrum Partners, and international aviation authorities, and they're now also collaborating with AT&T and T-Mobile to deliver emergency internet service to the parts of the island. Just got really smacked by this mm, hurricane. Yeah. I mean, it, it's total. What, yeah, whole, what are they up the to? Entire, like maybe seventy five percent are still without power. Well, now uh, just this last week, uh, San Juan went out. Uh huh. So, Bec- because yeah. it's just the the stuff that's there has been patched together. And, oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's tragic, and, it is and they're dealing with it. I think largely on their own. Um, hey, listen, all the jokes that I said about Project Loon before, done. Yeah. Done. I'm yes. giving them a slow clap. Yes. Maybe a, a golf clap or a slow clap. I, I think a slow a clap. A slow golf clap. Yeah. yeah, a slow golf clap. There we go. Yes, so they are— Nice uh, job, Alphabet. Yes, and uh, they even have a blog post on uh, the project there for people who want to read more about what they're doing. This, uh, But the, the project manager for Project Loon said, Project Loon is now supporting basic communication and Internet activities like sending text messages and accessing information online for people with LTE-enabled phones. This is the first time we have used our new machine learning-powered algorithms to keep the balloons clustered over Puerto Rico. So we're learning uh, how best to do this as we get more familiar with the constantly shifting winds in this region. We hope to keep the balloons over areas where connectivity is needed for as long as possible. Because I think one of the things they ran into there, if I recall their preliminary reports, was that people were devastated. There was no power, electricity, no internet. And they were getting told to go online and, and file for help, I guess, yeah. on the FEMA website, which yeah. you can't really do if you don't have electricity and internet access. I'm just going to stay yeah. quiet. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so while they may have generators and— Eight weeks. Yes. Eight weeks. Yes. Whatever running, uh, Project Loon is at least trying to get them on the internet. So, I mean, even if you can't even, like, get to a website, but just to tell people, uh, right. family you're, members— That you're alive. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think between uh, Project Loon and Lin-Manuel Miranda's uh, wonderful charity single that Absolutely. he did Absolutely. that I think shot to the top of the charts, they're getting more help from from outside. Uh, oh, there's, there's no question. A lot of uh, Puerto Rican uh, pop stars and film stars, the whole nine yards, have been sending relief aid yeah. because, let's be honest, the, the, the work that FEMA and the government has done has not been – up to snuff, let's I just see. say. Yes, it was, so, uh, yeah, it's, did you know, not meet the immense needs. Slow golf clap for all of them. All right. Nice. Yes, thank you, uh, people who are donating yes, their money indeed. and time. Yes, indeed. Moving on, Mozilla Firefox, once seen as a hip alternative browser to Internet Explorer and Safari, uh, sort of got lost in the pack over the years. Uh, yeah, I forgot that it was hip at one point. Yeah, yeah. you remember uh, it was sort of like the, the zippier thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it kind of got smoked in popularity by Google Chrome, and Firefox did have a couple of, well, many builds that were sort of slow and buggy and bulky, and people were annoyed. Yes. And so maybe it lost some of its clientele because of performance issues. It's cachet. Yes. But there's a new version in town, and Mozilla is even calling it, quote, by far the biggest update since Firefox 1.0 in 2004. Wow. So they're they're really touting this one. What is this version fifty nine? Fifty seven. Close so yes. Uh, yeah, not to be confused with Heinz fifty seven. Right. Um, exactly. But uh, yeah, Firefox fifty seven, known by the slick new moniker Firefox Quantum, sports a uh, visual redesign and a faster browser engine, and has Google as its default search engine. It's available for Windows, Mac, Linux, Android, and iOS, and uh, brings massive performance improvements, I guess, across the board. Is the Fox still there? I believe the Fox is still there. Okay. He is the, the trademark. He is indeed. So, yay. Yay. Yeah, I always had a soft spot for Firefox. Me too. It was sort of this nice little, and it, it 
because they sort of made it open and you could add different extensions, it just made it a much more functional. Hey, it was a breath of fresh air going from Internet Explorer yeah. to it. I mean, it was like, oh, the, the chorus of angels sang. Yeah. Yeah, so no, seriously. So, so they're back in uh, quantum mode here. Yes, indeed. Now, uh, that blue check mark next to a Twitter user's name means that that account has been verified by the company as being legit. I believe we're both uh, in, yes. the, in the check mark club. Well, everyone knows we're too legit to quit anyway. Yeah, that's true. Uh, true. And we have the blue check marks to prove yes, it. Yes, we do. This week, however, Twitter said it was going to start yanking back those blue badges of verification from accounts that violate the service's rules, including the ban on hate speech and harassment and all those things that we're not supposed to do, but somehow right. still seems to keep happening on oh, Twitter. Oh, I thought you were going to say because they realized that Two schmoes like us shouldn't yeah. have it, but that's yeah, beside no, the point. Yeah, no, I think they are. Um, well, they verified. I think with the, one of the guys who did the Nazi rally in oh, Charlottesville. Nice. Yes, nice. and that there was an outcry over that. <sighs> they made this announcement from the official uh, at Twitter support account, and uh, it said, uh, "Quote: Verification has long been perceived as an endorsement." We gave verified accounts visual prominence on the service, which deepened this perception. So, Lomia culpa. We should have addressed this earlier, but did not prioritize the work as we should have. So, they are seeing that this verification abuse is sort of running rampant, and it got worse in July 2016 when they changed the policy so that anyone could apply for verification as long as you right. had to show proof of why you needed to make sure people right. knew it was you, and you had to show driver's license and all that. But uh, a lot of people signed up for it there, and they, they sort of rubber-stamped a lot of these uh, Yep, sure verified did. accounts. Yep. But they are now working on a new authentication and verification program. And they haven't given any details yet. I don't know if there's going to be, you know, fingerprints involved or what. Laser scans, facial recognition. Yes. Uh, but in the meantime. Everyone's got to get iPhone Xs. Yes. Yes. So you can have the, the phone uh, mm-hmm. scan your face. In the meantime, though, while it is getting this new system in place, it's not verifying any accounts. So there are no blue badges going out. No, none. Yeah. Wow. Which is probably, I imagine some corporate entities might be a little upset about hey, that. Hey, listen, let me ask you a quick question. I've, I haven't had a real Coke in such a long time. Is the room spinning? Uh, no. No, okay. Yeah, just, no, just it's a, hold the table down. All right, just I, in I case am white knuckled, white knuckled. Yeah, wow, well, there's a lot of high fructose corn syrup in that thing. Oh, man, it? it's coursing through my veins as we speak. Okay, so you'll be running around the block in a few minutes? Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. All right, uh, we'll, we'll roll through the rest of the news here so you can uh, get to that exercise <laughs> moment. Google is rolling out new tools for its job search engine. A product manager for the company wrote in a blog post, now based on feedback from job seekers, we're introducing some new features to help make the process more efficient. Efficiency. So, efficiency in your job search. Wow. Yes. So directly, if you go into to Google and you're searching for jobs, yeah. you can access salary information for job postings. Uh, you get improved location settings. So I guess they're not going to show you jobs that are 3,000 miles away from mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. There are job application choices. And uh, in a couple of weeks, they're going to introduce a saving feature, You know, just like oh. you can with a real estate yeah, yeah, sites yeah, yeah. if you want to save a building you're looking at. So. So they're they're beefing that up for the uh, I guess the maybe uh, turn of the the beginning of the year job market. Yeah, nice. You know, I hear podcasters are uh, a hot commodity. Yeah, everyone says, oh, you know, I can just like record something, slap it out. It takes a good engineer takes, to make a good yes, podcast. Of course, it does. Yes, and the golden pipes. Of yes, course. that's true. Yes, that's true. Of course. So you are blessed in both areas. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'm just full of crap. That's what yeah, I am. No, but that's and nice, and high fructose corn syrup. There you go. Yes. Uh, now, Netflix, uh, early on to the video streaming scene and available on tons of devices. On uh, anything, yeah. Yeah, pretty much a toaster, too. Oh, yeah. They've done some research as to just where all of these millions of users are watching those streams. The company reports that 67% of people now watch movies and TV shows in public. 
Now, this is according to the results of an online survey that they commissioned at uh, about 37,000 adults around the world. In who public. Participated. Yes, like, oh, I'm just out. I'm on the train. I'm watching my Netflix. I guess you got a really good connection wow. there. But you can also download them offline now, too. Yeah, that's true. So people are watching their Netflix everywhere. The survey itself was conducted between late August and early September. So we're coming off the summer into the fall. Uh, And it showed the most popular public places to stream videos are on planes, buses, or commuting. Uh, But 26% of respondents said that they've also binged on movies and TV shows while they're actually at work. Oh. Not too busy there. Or perhaps maybe they're doing it at their lunch hour. Uh, I I guess we uh, we shouldn't judge. There are thousands of IT uh, folks right now blocking Netflix as we speak. Yes, and uh, no, you cannot have that stream during office hours. Wow. Uh, People in the U.S. were more likely to stream from the office, while users around the world were more likely to stream during their commutes. So Americans uh, were number one in in streaming at work, apparently. Of course we are, yeah. And uh, and then there were 7% of viewers worldwide who reported that they've watched movies and TV shows in public restrooms. So now you know just what you're hearing, two stalls down. Oh, jeez. By the way, if yeah. I can just throw yeah. something out here. Yeah. If you're watching Netflix in a public place, use your headphones. Yes. Because, again, I mean, I know I'm hopped up on high fructose corn syrup right now. But it really is annoying. Yeah. It chaps the chaps of my chaps. Yes. That's how and, annoying it is. Yes, and, I, and I've seen people who are very politely with their head, but some people are completely clueless. They go oh, they have blaring. You know, like, what in the heck? Are you sitting in your living room, pal? Yeah. You're on a crowded one train. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely um, annoying. Uh, and yes. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, the it just the power of Netflix. I guess people just they will binge everywhere. Yeah, I'm I'm really grumpy today for some reason. Uh, maybe it's that brown water you're drinking. Uh, I don't know. I think it has more to do with this whole net neutrality thing. Yeah, I think yeah, that no. just set me off on a deep deep slide. Yeah, which is my fault for bringing it up. No, nah, that's okay. Yeah, it's inevitable. It's you know, it's it's news. I have to deal with it. Rip off the bandaid. Yeah, no, we have to you know prepare. Yes. Now, in other streaming news, Amazon decided to ditch its plans to start an online streaming service of its own that was going to bundle popular TV broadcasts and cable networks. I guess they thought that they couldn't make enough money by the time they paid for rights and licensing and all that stuff. So, alas, no Amazon channels. Uh, Mm. News hounds have noted that the decision to bail out of this project comes a month after the abrupt departure of Roy Price from his job as head of Amazon Studios, which is the company's high-profile television production department. Uh, he had some allegations of sexual harassment. Yeah, he got grabbed. Uh, right? Yeah, no. yeah. So um, he got punted. Oh so, yes, he um, did. Yeah, that, so maybe maybe that had something to do with it. I think so. Who knows? And finally, Amazon is making some progress on its Amazon Go cashierless store, where you go in and pick the products off the shelves and then walk out because the store knows what you've taken and just mm. bills you for it accordingly. Mm. Now, as we recall, because we talked about this over the summer. Early tests uh, had the store's software getting confused by the people and products moving around the store. Bloomberg reports that the company has been recently stress-testing the system by dressing up three of its employees in um, Pokemon Pikachu outfits in a bid to fool the system. Because if they can't see what you're buying, you could just take stuff and rob the store, essentially. But as reported, uh, the Pikachus grab sandwiches, snacks, and drinks, uh, but failed in tricking the system. It's getting good enough to track people, even if they're dressed identically in big yellow outfits. These Pikachus were wandering around shopping the store. The system figured out which Pikachu took what. 
And build the uh, corresponding Pikachu's account thusly. Now I can't get out of my head the image of Pikachu's running wild in a in a in a Seven Eleven. Yeah, yeah. I just just grabbing the slushies, just grabbing the tasty it, cakes, knocking uh, stuff off the shelves. Yeah, but drinking the, right from the slushy machine. Yes, uh, yes. Oh. So, so the software was you know they, it was actually correctly identifying them. So I think that is. Um, progress for for their machine learning there. So they uh, just couldn't have the people wear the same clothes and put a mask on. Yeah, them. no, it had, they to, be had to be Pikachu's. Yes, uh, the Amazon Go store was supposed to open early this year, but they delayed the launch because of those technical issues we talked about uh, earlier this year. And apparently, uh, I guess it breaks if there's more than 20 people in the store. Uh, but there's no word on uh, if, when it does go live if customers will have to dress up as Pikachu to get billed properly <laughs> or if Please. it will... Please let that be true. Yes. Oh, that would be so. Yes, awesome. shopping in Amazon Go. Put on oh, your Pikachu outfit. Put on your Pikachu's. I don't wanna. Yeah. So uh, oh, anyway, that's man. it for the news this week. Um, wow. For anyone out there who would like to know more, including the Pikachu story, you can find links on our show page at. Oh, hold on a second. <laughs> Drink. Chug. 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 <sighs> Poptickjam.com. All right. Up next, we're gonna talk batteries. JD. So, Pedro. I've got an iPhone 5S. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's fairly old now. Yeah. I mean, in, 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 it's elderly. in phone Yeah, it's Sophia on the Golden Girls if right. this was, you know. There you go. Yeah, okay. So, I updated it to whatever, iOS 11 now? Yes. 11.1.1.1, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, the hot they new. Keep, they keep rolling it out because of the eye thing now, yeah, yeah. you know, the weird autocorrect thing. Yeah. My battery goes from 95 to 19% in like... Less than a minute. You got a hole in your boat there. That's uh, something's going on with my battery. Yeah, so something is not right. So are are you uh, reading the boards, discussing the? Because iOS eleven, I, th- I think eleven dot one was supposed to fix a number of battery issues. Yeah, that, yeah, it was supposed to fix. Didn't really fix much on my five S. Yeah, it did fix a little bit on my seven S. Uh huh. But you know. I can't live with ninety five to like nineteen. And yeah, less than that's a and it's crazy. Well, there there is since it is an older phone, it could be the batteries just shot. I mean, there is that. Yeah, yeah. there's a number of things that that will cause the battery to uh, just sort of keel over. Age, as you know, they've got a finite right. amount of charge cycles. Right. B, the software is not written for that particular phone processor, that is true. and so it has to work so much harder. To work, and there goes your battery. And it could just be bugs and, and le- you know, just some sort of uh, energy leak uh, that the software is just... Uh, but you, did you turn off, like, background app refresh and all that oh, stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, to... got, I've got everything uh, streamlined and uh, as I turned everything off that needed to be turned off. Yeah. Given the age of the phone, I'm, I'm guessing that it might be uh, that phone's last... Yeah, last That hurrah. battery's last hurrah. But they're fairly easy to get batteries replaced if you do want to yes, keep it around. I do a, indeed. Uh, I want to use it as an iPod. Well, I had a uh, similar thing with a laptop. I, I mm. uh, as I mentioned, I was traveling last week, and and took my MacBook. So just in case something goes on in the office, I've got a portable uh, com- computer here. But when I get there, I discover that it won't boot up unless it's plugged in, and so I finally get it to boot. And it, I've got the replace now. Have you ever seen the battery status menu yes. in the later versions yep. of iOS? Yep. Yeah, it's yep. it's very helpful. People who have not seen it, it's up when you see the battery icon in the menu bar. 
and you click on that, it will show you the condition of your battery. It will show you what apps are using the most energy. It's a nice little sort of just battery check there. Mm-hmm. And so I go up to that menu and it says replace now. Because usually wow. it says battery fine, you know, battery, you know, yeah, and then yeah, replace yeah. now and then service because it's just, you know, charging or some kind of like chemistry thing going on there. Wow. So I was like, well, okay, this is a bummer. And I also knew the battery was was toast because it was losing the date and time settings because yeah. there was no memory to retain it. Yep. So I'm like, oh, okay. But I got all of this, though, just from that battery status menu. And then if you go into the, the system hardware report, like if you do about this Mac and, and then get all of the hardware information from your system report, then mm. you can also see just how old this battery is. This is a four-year-old laptop, so it's probably time for that to get replaced too. So, But it did lead me into the battery status menu, which if you haven't used it and you're having issues, Mac users should definitely check it out. Just click on the little battery icon up there. You can also choose to show the percentage of, of how much of your battery is left, even though I find those things are sometimes a little off. Yeah, way off. And so what I realized, well, it says service now. So I said, well, should I try to service it myself? Because that is an option. Uh, mm-hmm. Apple made that move from having perfectly nice batteries you could pop out of the bottom and just swap in and replace yourself to sealing the batteries inside yep. the computer's case. Yep. So I went on iFixit, my favorite site, for figuring out how to, to Love take it. stuff apart. Love it. And looked up this model, and they said, well, this one has a repairability uh, score. is not very high, which means it's really hard to, right. to do. And you have to buy all these parts and tools to get the thing apart because they have glued the battery to the inside of the case. Oh, and so there's this thing where you have to melt the glue, to get, and you have to go in through the keyboard and the trackpad wow. with this particular laptop design. So I was like, you know... And they're saying, you know, allow one to two hours, and you have to do all of this. You peel up all of the stuff that's on top of the battery and carefully place it to the side and then unglue the thing. And it's like, you know, if I was had the time and was feeling energetic, I might try this myself just for the learning mm-hmm. experience. But I am old and crabby, and so I'm going to the Apple store. So I went there, and he pretty much, the, the genius bar guy said, yeah, this is this is what it is. And, you know, it's a couple hundred bucks to fix, but you get, you know, four Four more years out of the battery because the rest of the laptop is fine. Of course, yeah. So I say it, it's it's expensive and and it, but it, in the end it was probably only about fifty or seventy five dollars more than buying all the parts for my fix it and right. doing it myself. And then you've got the time factor and oops, I dropped that and maybe exactly. that's a problem. So exactly. it's like you know, I know when I want to do things and I know when it's best to just let other people do them because I got other stuff to do. And yep. this was one of those cases. This is a good so, call, JD. Good call. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's a reminder that since we have moved to this world of sealed batteries and not just on the Mac with the Ultrabooks on the Pretty PC much on side. Everything, yeah. Yeah. You have to, unless you want to crack this thing open and do it yourself, you pretty much have to find an authorized service provider to unscrew the bottom, get the battery out no matter how, replace it, and put it all back together. Right. So. This is one of the, the bummers of portability, I guess. And I think it's also made a lot of people say, oh, this laptop's, you know, I don't want to deal with that. I'm just going to get a new one. So our yeah, our, our landfills have gotten a little higher, too. Yeah, it's a bit of an upsell type thing. Yeah, so, uh, so, so that was my story of battery. But the battery status menu was the place that I started to find nice. all of this out. Very so nice. if you do have a Mac, and I think Windows probably has some similar utilities, too. Absolutely. Um, you let that be your starting point, especially if you're, like, sitting there trying to get the computer to boot and it won't go. And you think, well, let me try it with the power cord. And once you see that it boots with power, then you know, okay, battery problem. Ding. So, uh, but I'll have links to a couple of articles about dealing with uh, laptop batteries. And those will be on our show page as well. PopTechJam.com. 
I like that. I, th- I think that sugar water is taking hold of you. I think it has. Yeah, I think I might be, I might be crashing right now. Uh, so well, we better get you perfect. out of here uh, before you hurt yourself. Yeah, we got to thank the bros, right? Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. Build something with the bros. If you think it, they will probably build it for yes. you. Yes, and thank you listeners so much course, for, uh, for downloading us or streaming us. Uh, we do uh, have to note that because next week is the beginning of the hardcore holiday eating season, yes, we are going to be off because... Yeah. Someone, uh, someone has some place to go. I've got some place to go. Nobody's going to listen anyway because we're all eating. We're all eating and watching football here in the U.S. Yeah, so so we'll be back the week after that. But um, but but you know, you'll this episode you can listen to on the way to Grandma's house or whatever. So uh, everyone out there, if you do celebrate it, have a lovely Thanksgiving or whatever sort of food-based uh, celebration you tend to have. <laughs> yes, exactly. And uh, watch out for those uh, Black Friday and Cyber Monday oh, yeah, uh, that's stampedes. Right. That's right. Are you going to do Black Friday? Uh, I never do. Yeah, I, I just I, I kind of like to lay on the couch and read a book. I'm a Cyber Monday kind of guy. Really? It's like click, 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 yeah, done. That's, that's my speed. Yeah. All right. So everyone have a great one, and we'll be back in December. Adios. Adios.